Hello and welcome to the Weekly Recap. Uh, this is episode 159. We are 10 away from a big one. <laughs> uh, as you can tell, uh, the sound's a little different today. We are on site at Monday's Brewing, sitting here with Sam, owner of Monday's. Uh, we're going to talk some beer. We're going to talk uh, drink the cookie table. We're going to talk the anniversary you guys just had. That's right. right? Yeah. One year. So congrats on that. That's Thank awesome. you. Appreciate uh, it. Yeah. We're obviously hanging out in the tap room tonight. And uh, I guess I want to get started by like kind of knowing a little bit more about your background. Like I've heard you on uh, Hop Nation. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like our listeners need to know too. Uh, oh, sure. So like, I don't know. As far as uh, craft beer goes, how how has this journey been for you? <laughs> oh well, it's a it's a long road. I'm like um, one of the older brewers in town. Um, the um, for me, it started in 1999. I actually finished um, getting my uh, PhD at Ohio State, and I moved to teach at a small school in uh, Kentucky. Oh wow! And it was a dry county, and I had no idea what a dry county was, or why anyone would have a dry county. <laughs> And uh, that was very hard for me. So that sounds like a terrible time. <laughs> it was a, it was a rude awakening. And um, one of the things I realized is that I either had to drive an hour to Lexington to buy beer, and then drive an hour back to Danville to consume said beer, or I could just learn to brew it myself. So I started doing that. And the first beer was Dry County Ale. Um, and it I, let me rephrase: the first good beer was Dry County Ale. And I think we've it, all gone through that with for sure. <laughs> And then I just kind of went from there and just kind of kept kept at it. It's It's been something I've always kind of done off and on, um, but it's been one of those few things that I've always been interested in my whole life. And that seemed like kind of a, a nice thing to do. You know, you need to find something that you're that passionate about all the time to put that much work into it. And this is a, lot, a ton of work. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a labor of love. Definitely, right? I, I, yeah. Would, I mean, you talk to everybody in there. I mean, we've had a few guests on that are like, yeah, it's. It, I mean, it's a grind. Every day you're doing something new. You're doing something. You're learning. You're you're trying is, to better yeah. your craft. And I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, you're definitely putting in the work. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, it's also very interesting. The result is it's never boring. Like something different breaks all the time. Right. <laughs> so you have to go figure out how to fix this new part that you've never seen before. They probably need pieces of material from China and or other places or just a hardware store that's closed. And then, like, you're trying to put all this stuff together. So, But every day that piece is different. Yeah. So, you know, or it's and the draft system or it's something up front, you know. And you're under pressure, too, because there's time-sensitive stuff that's going on, right? That's I mean, true. Especially with uh, boiling, fermenting, like, that, that kind of stuff requires finesse and... That's exactly right. There, there's times where certain things have to happen, and if they don't, you've got a really big problem. Yeah. So, yeah. So, what brought you to Mondays then? Like, what, what uh, led well, to this place? I think part of it was my wanting to do something a little bit different professionally. I'm a, I'm a professor down at W and J, and. Um, and I still am, right? So sometimes people come in and they're kind of like, oh, you know, you've got a brewery. You must have quit your job and you're making money from the brewery. I'm like, no one makes money in a brewery. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, you know, that's not it. But like, so I'm definitely working both jobs. But I did want to eventually transition into something that I was passionate about, right? Sure. And something that would keep me here. I've done a lot of work in the past with a lot of, a lot of my work is in digital media and web development and uh, mobile app development. That's what I teach down there. So I've spent a lot of time in the desert um, with, you know, photography and things like that. So um, 
that was something that was harder and harder to do. I mean, like, you know, at a certain point, you don't want to be hiking 14 miles out in the middle of the desert. Or perhaps I should say, so I have degrees in both archaeology and technology, so I know a lot of archaeologists who've died in their 50s in the middle of the desert. And I thought, let's not go there. Let's not do that. Let's find something that I can do that might be, you know, within... A half hour of a hospital or something right, like yeah, that. Yeah, a little bit less risky. Yeah, this is a very, very dark opening to yeah, the show. I mean, yeah, I, mean, you, I don't know if that's me or you, Nick. Well, I, I guess I kind of opened it up to that. Um, but I got to say, I mean, you sound like a, a modern age Indiana Jones when you say like archaeologists yeah. and digital media. Like, Yeah, yeah. It, well, it's a little bit of that. That's one of the reasons I love being a professor. Um, yeah. But it's also, honestly, the thing that's been maybe most surprising this year is that's one of the reasons why I love being a brewer. Like it's a it's a beautiful wedding of art and science. You know, both of those things are happening with every beer, especially the way I make them. So that's it's a lot of fun. It's never again. It's another reason it's never boring. Yeah, yeah. I've had unexpected beers, <laughs> without a doubt. No, but uh, well, I guess that leads to the the next question. As a brewer, I'm sure. Uh, have you ever had to just ditch a batch? Or, oh, yeah. We've I done mean, it twice here already. Okay. So, um, I mean, I don't need numbers. I don't need specifics. But <laughs> I'm I ready like to share. To I mean, I that's, like, oh, that's fine if you want to. By um, all means. This is, this is a question that you get the... You get either, I don't want to talk about that, uh-huh. or, uh, you know what, this is this is what the industry is like. So. Honestly, if it... I, Anybody who cares about the liquid they're making is probably dumping a batch or has dumped a batch, you know, and because it's, I mean, it's a, it's basically an agricultural product. It's, you know, there are living organisms making it for you. Like it's something can happen, you know. I understand that sometimes you might not want to admit that that happened, (laughs) but sometimes it's just something weird. Like we had a wild yeast infection that led to a beer we had to dump, and it was just because we had the garage door open and something blew in from Chartier's Creek. So it probably means that that beer was radioactive too. So it's a double win. You know, no one had to drink it. We got rid of it, you know. Right. And uh, it's just... You know, there are things that you can do, especially as a new brewery. This was very early on as we were learning a few so things. So I missed out on being a superhero, drinking radioactive <laughs> yeah, beer. That's kind of disappointed. That's, uh, I could probably make a batch. <laughs> yes. We just have to open the garage door. <laughs> we'll name it after you, and you'll know when you come in. Yes. You know, you can see the beer list, and you can be like, that's what I'm having. Yep. <laughs> that's great. How, so, I get, how I get those superpowers? I, I mean, promised. it sounds like. Uh, came in. Yeah, I mean, that's that's definitely a good origin story, though. Yeah, right? It's like, a great origin story. Yeah, I can't believe Marvel hasn't I used that. Right now. All right, this one is this one is off the record. We're not putting this online. It's, co- it's copyrighted. If we just say right TM, now. does that count? Yeah. I think so. Okay. I, I'm pretty sure that's that's how TMC. copyright law works. Right? I, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm practically a lawyer. I own a brewery, right? so yeah. <laughs> Well, you're a, yeah, I mean, you're a PhD, so I mean, it's yes, that, close enough, same thing, right? That does not prepare you. Yeah. <laughs> I actually took a, uh, a law class in college, under my, in undergrad, uh-huh. but it was uh, music production, oh, yeah. so I, I did a lot of like, copyright law, um, and that stuff is intense. Like, it really is. I mean, we're sitting here listening to the sounds of the bar, there's also music playing, that's yep. something that you have to have part of your license to be able to do. Mm-hmm. You have a TV with sports on right now, I'm mm-hmm. sure that's part of the license as well. Every single bit of that is way more delicate than you can imagine. Like, And everybody's got their finger in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. And yeah. not in a good way. No. 
<laughs> well, and that's like uh, NFT is the next big thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I just learned about this. Like, I'm, I'm still like kind of reeling on how that even functions, really, like within society. Sure. Um, but man, is it bizarre to like even think, think that, of, that needs to be a thing? You yeah, know? for sure. Like, I understand the creation of art and the creation of uh, a piece or whatever, but like digital versions of that absolutely seem like they fall under the same thing. And I'm not going to say that I believe in it uh-huh. <laughs> because it sounds crazy to me, uh-huh. but it's, it's all part of that, right? Yeah. So I don't know where I was going with that. It's gone. Yeah. It's yeah. It's definitely gone. Uh, anyway, back to superheroes. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm very interested in superheroes. Yeah. How can we tie that in? Okay. Yeah. So, well, I guess uh, we were talking a little bit about Marvel. Um, TM. <laughs> Uh, right. Registered <laughs> trademark. Uh, <laughs> do you have a favorite Marvel? Or are you a Marvel guy? Oh or yeah, a DC guy. Um, you know, DC can be dark, which I appreciate. Sure. But like the Marvel movies are unparalleled in my view. So I, I still go back to the days of Christopher Nolan. Oh Batman, yeah. Like, oh, those are fantastic. Yeah. I just watched uh, that like I don't know a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah. The first time in like a long, long time. And it, it's still good. Yeah, it it's holds amazing. up. Yeah. I mean, there's some, like, aged, like, technology and stuff yeah. that, that goes into it, but, like, at the same time, like, it's just a fantastic story. Oh, yeah. Never mind, I'm not going to get into a discussion about how angry I get watching that movie. Wait, which one? <laughs> the third one. Oh, yeah, with the... Uh, with, the with the nuclear weapon and the, and the core, <laughs> and it's just going to explode immediately, and I'm like, that's not how nuclear... Works. It works. <laughs> Makes me so mad. <laughs> yeah, but it made for an also, epic ending. Also, radiation doesn't glow. Anyways. <laughs> it made for an it's, epic it's ending. So. No, uh, spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> right, right. It's been so many years. Batman dies at the end. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm a I'm a big Marvel guy. Uh, not not as much DC. I tried the Zack. This I sat through four and a half hours of Zack Snyder's cut of oh, yeah. Justice League. I saw that too. I can't. In good conscience, say it was a good movie. <laughs> like I just can't. It was a lot. Of, it took a lot of dedication to get through that entire film. It really did. Yeah. Black and white, four uh, four by three aspect ratio. Like <laughs> just, he made it as douchey as possible. <laughs> so back to Mondays. Sure. Um, uh, sorry. Asides. Uh, I, I love talking about superheroes. I can sit here and talk about superheroes for four hours. That's our next uh, podcast, by the way. <laughs> I thought it was Gilmore we, Girls. We uh, there's and there today. Started. I was like, yeah. there's we got to do a Hallmark Christmas movie one too. Oh my so. god! <laughs> so yeah, she's literally from probably early September until January. Excuse it's me. Hallmark. October 26th is when Hallmark started their Christmas movies, and that's when I started watching them. Even though I'm so fully in spooky season too. Because sometimes there's just nothing else on TV except these really bad movies that you can put on in the background while you're working. That's true. Mm -hmm. When you work from home, I'm sure it's easier to just sit there and zone out and not pay attention to it. It is. Especially Um, those ones you've seen 8,000 times. So yeah, we've got Beer Podcast. We've got Gilmore Girls, which is coming. That's absolutely worth it. Guys, I am ready. I have so much to say about Gilmore Girls. And then Hallmark (laughs) Movies. Followed by uh, the the worst Marvel podcast of all time because there are some great ones out there and I've listened to them mm-hmm. and they're actually really insightful. They know a, lot, a hell of a lot more about the comics than I do. Uh, they read into these triple layers of like everything and it's just nuts. But it's just gonna be me throwing out hot takes. Yeah, we're just gonna be sitting there like Hawkeye sucks. Like no, well, but maybe. <laughs> 
I'm actually looking forward to his TV show, but... That is coming out soon, isn't it? Uh, next week, I think, yeah, right? that's right. So, is that the one with Natasha's sister? Yes. I I'm kind of interested in it then. Yeah. I mean, really, I can give her... But they can develop a character. Even Jeremy if, Renner. Yeah, even if it's Jeremy Renner, who's kind of one-dimensional. Literally the most bland person ever. And also, <laughs> I hear an asshole, so... Well, I mean, he has a... Pretty uh, mediocre rock band as well, so well, I had no idea. Fantastic yeah, to know. I'm look that up. yeah, they're they're absolutely bland. <laughs> I wonder if they'll play here. I mean, we haven't had good luck with live music, but maybe we haven't had the right act. Yet. I mean, you know, if you can get Jeremy Renner to show up at Monday's Brewing, uh, I mean, and put us I'll on the map. Is that what you're saying? I'll yeah, be there. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> we got Hawkeye. I forget. I forget the name of his band though. They did the commercial, the Jeep commercial. There's one of them that he's, he's in a Jeep commercial, mm-hmm. and he, his band is playing the song that's playing in the Jeep I commercial. Must look and that's yeah, watch later. Thank for you. sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, Are you going to include the links and the like? Oh yeah, we'll the put show the notes. In there, yeah, there for we sure, go. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess uh, I mean we're we're almost 15 minutes into this, and mm-hmm. we don't have a beer in front of us. I know. I'm, I'm actually, I've been really uncomfortable I know. with this. Let's, uh, let's, let's get that rolling. Let's do that. Uh, you want to so, pop this guy? I don't know. You got glasses? Oh, yeah. I, got I mean, glasses. I have a bottle. I'm going to pop this here at all. You have to drink out of your hands. All right. We're going to pause. I think it's good. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, so we are drinking the Saison Cara from, it's a Brett Saison with citrus from our mutual friend brewing out of Denver. Uh, with collaboration with Ale Song, which I'm not sure where they're from. I want to say California, but I'm not 100 percent on that. So, um, Sarah's got Sarah's going to the Googs. She's going to give us the rundown. Well, that's nice though. It's nice and dry. Yeah. Oregon. Oregon. Okay. Oregon. So, West Coast. Yeah, really good beers, both in. Oregon and Colorado. Right. Great breweries there, yeah. Yeah, our mutual friend, uh, my brother has been there, Jake. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of our friends went out and she was like, hey, they have bottles, do you want something? I was like, yeah, just pick something that looks cool. Uh-huh. And this is what we ended up with. Got. So, very happy to hear this. So, uh, Christina, thank you very much for the bottle. Yes, sir. All right, I was just about to make a joke, but now I'm not, because like, that was a very thoughtful comment, so... <laughs> I was just going to say, are you bringing the dregs of your fridge here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, no, but this is actually very good if this no, is the I, dregs of your, your fridge. But like, right. I don't mean it now. No, that now was so uh, bad. That was very horrible. Honestly, it's actually, it's <laughs> Pittsburgh Beer Douche who's like, He's just you know, infiltrated the podcast yeah, from across the bar. He, like sometimes when he's around, I say things that, you know. Hey, um, no, I think Christina would laugh at this if she ever listened to the podcast, honestly. Yes, um, He's not one of your 300 listeners? <laughs> probably not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably when Alex was on, because he is, uh, uh, she actually grew up with them. So, oh, I see. Um, they're twins as well, actually. She and her sister are identical? I think they're identical twins. I'm not 100% sure. Mm-hmm. I'm making this up, but we like good friends with the family, here. so. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, I notice as we're looking at the beers on the table here, yeah, sure. um, you guys are a little short on beers on the board right we, now, too. We are. Um, I've been panicked about it for about a month, because I knew it was coming if we had a good anniversary, but yeah. you know, you never know, right? We've only been in business for a year, so we had not had an anniversary before, and uh, that weekend just blew it out of the water. It was fantastic. It was great. Uh, I'm very thankful so many people came out 
and you know so many people from the community just came out because they had been coming here for the past year and they wanted us to succeed and this place was just packed full it was full outside we it's great you know we oh, yeah. sold a lot of beer I'm sure which you're is not, fantastic not stressed about it at all <laughs> uh, well we've been working hard to rebuild our beer stores and that's coming in um, we've got a couple of collabs coming. So we've did a we've done a um, winter warmer with Rusty Gold nearby. Oh, okay. Um, we did a collab with White Horse on a Kentucky mm-hmm. Common that we'd had before, but people liked it so much we went out and made a bigger batch of it in Berlin. And uh, we were actually lucky too because uh, our friends at Spoonwood let me buy some beer from them. <laughs> yeah, I then, noticed the uh, the Gilded Beams is on. Yeah, um, and the guys up at 11th Hour um, also let us buy some beer from them. So, like, that's basically how we te- kept the taps going. Hey, and, I mean, uh, that's awesome yeah. to hear about the, the anniversary. So your anniversary is over Halloween weekend, right? Exactly, so. yep. That's a big party holiday, right? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So. We had uh, we had a lot of people here in costume. It was not, you know, it was not, uh, it was not without a lot of craziness that one wouldn't normally see here. Like we're we're kind of laid back. I mean, the vibe in here is pretty chill most yeah. of the time. Yeah. And uh, but like there was everything you can imagine out there. You know what we missed? What we really missed, and what really still hurts me to this day. Was the Brutifuls. Hello, oh, Brutiful. Yeah. And Bigfoot Our Benjamin were not Bell. here. Yeah. But you know what? They're here tomorrow night, which they will are. be like after the fact by the time this podcast is on. Correct. But they're, Although, they're guest bartending tomorrow night. I did share their story. Oh, um, fun. So, yeah, they're uh, <laughs> so yeah, they're guest bartending tomorrow night. Yeah. I really wish it would have lined up, but I have to work. It's, it's going to be a shit show. Oh, I'm sure. It'll be hilarious, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it'll be fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, it seems like, like Thursday is. We're here on a Thursday. Yeah, yeah. And it just seems quiet. It seems like, you know, good good crowd, like movement, but nothing, you know, you guys aren't packed. You're not reaching over somebody at the bar. It seems like a a good night to come and have, like, a quiet, chill night. Absolutely. Thursday is actually our slowest night. Yeah. So if you're ever thinking about coming to Mondays, do come on a Thursday. Yeah. (laughs) Because, like, (laughs) that's usually... It's funny because, like... Of course, Friday and Saturday are our biggest days. Sure. And then Monday has become a really big day for us. We do really good business on Monday. And I mean, um, that I, I think that speaks to a lot of places not being open on Monday. It places does, like this, right? For like sure. Craftier spots are not generally open on Mondays. Which is the whole reason for opening this place. Sometimes, yeah. um, well, there's a couple reasons, but one of the biggest ones was it just annoyed me that I could not get a good craft beer on Monday. <laughs> Certainly not in the South Hills, because um, every place was closed. Yeah. Um, and um, I'm the kind of person where, if I, you know, if I'm pushed on something or told I can't do something or not allowed to do something, I will just solve that problem myself. It just needs to so, be there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it also fits the community pretty well. You know, a lot of people in Peters are you know, nine to five workers. Um, And so you get a lot of the traffic up and down Route 19. It's just people going to and from work. Yeah. And, you know, there are lots of office jokes that are made here in the tap room. (laughs) It's just, it's that idea, you know, Mondays, I think, can be just a difficult day, a very hard work day. You need beer to kind of ease you you out of it. Absolutely. And you guys are, I mean, so, what, it's five to nine on Monday, five to nine on Thursday. Yeah, but mostly that's just from my teaching schedule. Like, yeah. as soon as I can, we'll open up at 4 again. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, 
four is a better time, I think, for the community. So that's really how we kind of set the hours. Yeah. Um, it's really a matter of trying to think of who we serve and when when they need us to be open. Like, I'd be open late. I mean, I'm kind of more of a night owl. Yeah. But <laughs> in Peter's, like, the night is done at, like, 8 o'clock. It's very rare to see people, even on a Friday night, like, people are sometimes like, oh, are you open till midnight? I'm like, no, because no one is coming out after 9 o'clock. Right. <laughs> so they follow my schedule. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, I get it. It's true. What do you think of this? Have you even tried it yet? Uh, twice, actually. Oh, okay. Yes. I know you're not a fan of Brett, so I mean, I, I want to hear your... I mean, like, <clears throat> it's growing on me. I just, I don't know, it, it's a good, it's a really well done Brett. Yeah. You know, I don't think it's over... Some taste the bread is overwhelming, other tastes, it's not there at all, so... That's true. I think the citrus works really well with the bread. Yeah. yeah. Um, that, that goes together very nicely in that beer. Um... I guess, so you guys have four beers on right now, right? Five, five beers on. Yeah, I think so. Um, usually we have, um, we usually have like 10. Yeah. So, you know, nine or 10. So we're, we're definitely down. Um, the brown you can usually get um, pretty much most of the time. And like, I think it's up at Mike's Beer Bar right now too. Oh, nice. Um, the barrel-aged rye is pretty interesting. We're on our last keg of that. Um, that we actually, it's our rebellious rye beer that we put into a uh, Liberty Pole rye whiskey barrel for six months. And it's just a really small batch. Yeah. And so we only got three kegs out of it, but we put it on for the anniversary and you know, it's well, it a nice like beer. A good, like, eye-catching on the menu because not many people are doing barrel-aged rye beers. Oh, no. I I thought it would be a horrible disaster, actually. I mean, there's a reason you tend to do sours or stouts in a barrel. I mean, it's going to pick up a lot of stuff. And and as far as the character, you you want it to be kind of balanced out with that. And I thought maybe this rye beer won't have enough backbone to really balance out with that. But it, it turned out a lot better than I thought. I was really happy. So I just opened the barrel up, dry hopped it, closed it back up, and we kegged it off. And That's we've been awesome. drinking it ever since. <laughs> yeah, I think when uh, Mike was on a couple of weeks ago, we, mm-hmm. had, we had talked about that a little bit. And he was like, yeah, we don't know what it's going to do. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the hardest part. I mean, you watch that. Really, you don't watch the beer. You watch the barrel, right? You, sure. you just look at it, and you're like hoping that you're not going to get some kind of weird infection. <laughs> or that if it does happen, that it will, you know, benefit the beer. I mean, again, there's a reason why sours are good, you know, in yeah. that state. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, it, it worked out really well. I'm really happy. I mean, I would do it again. It was super fun. Uh, yeah. It's a lot of work. Oh, I'm sure. Um, you got to kind of monitor that pretty yeah. closely, I'm sure. You're tasting it probably, what, every week, two weeks, maybe? No, I did not taste it for months. Oh, I did really? not even open that thing. I was, I was all in. I was oh, like, I sealed that right. sucker up, and I was just like, I'm all in. So we, uh, I cracked it open. We tasted the beer then. It was really good. And I was like, well, we just need some more hot profile because it's all gone away. Yeah. And it balanced the beer out, and it was, it was really great. I mean, I really thought the style would not work. <laughs> so I was really expecting it to not necessarily play out, but super fun. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it sounds like that's one of those things that's... I mean, you're really just playing with fire, right? You threw dynamite in the keg and tried to figure out if it was going to taste good. Like, On that beer, yeah. I mean, like, you know, there's different things that you can do at different times. And, um, 
you know, even if you have a beer where you might be struggling, well, especially if it's an IPA, right? I mean, in general, if you have an IPA and there's something that's not quite right, you can throw more hops in. Right, and you can kind of work out, right? Whatever, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, this this podcast is dangerously becoming stories of all my worst beers <laughs> because I was about to talk about Lazarus Stout, which was one of our first beers that it's was really highly rated, surprisingly, on Untapped. But that beer. I mean, it got that name for a reason. I, I basically had two stuck fermentations in that beer. It took me three months to get it out of the tank. Wow. Um, I'm sure that's... It was... So I kind of felt <laughs> like I brought that beer back from the dead several times, which is where probably, the name came from. And you can probably never replicate it. Never. I've, yeah, we have, we have people who still come in and they're like, when are you making Lesser Stout again? And I'm like, absolutely never. <laughs> because I couldn't replicate that if I tried. Right. Um, I mean, you're not sitting here trying to get it to stop fermentation in the middle of it. Right, start exactly. <laughs> yes. But I mean... I guess sometimes that's really what it, what it comes down to is that like people are like recognizing you for that beer, right? Like it's yeah, it might mean, not be a good thing, but at well, the same time, you guys have other offerings now. That it's true, right? It's one of the things that's been kind of surprising. Like when I started the place, I mean, I'd had a lot of conversations with other brewers about like what's popular, and one of the things I've realized is that you know the South Hills is different than being up in the city. And um, but there's also this shift in craft drinking. I think in general, especially for people who've been drinking craft beer for a while, and there's a move towards traditional styles a little bit. So um, uh, yeah, Sarah's a big <laughs> proponent of that one. Uh, we were just at uh, Dancing Gnome yesterday. In they have the Pilsner. I'm just guessing. I'm just saying that. Embarrassing amount of their Pilsner in the last now three visits. <laughs> Yeah, well, she made it a point to say that she's I, going to drink them out of it. I told Mike and Andrew that I was going to be the one. Uh, so you've thrown down on this. Yes. I gotcha. Yes. It's worth throwing down on, though. Oh, no, I love that beer. It's unreal. Yeah. I, um, I went up there for the opening of the tap room, and I had, um, I think, the Alt Beer, the Marzen, the uh, Kolsch. Of course, the Pilsner wasn't on then, but like, I just love the fact that I can go drink mugs of 5% beer and like I'm not dead I want my beer mug guys <laughs> I also drink a lot of the alt beer and the Kolsch yeah um, whenever they first put the alt beer on I don't think they actually put it on the board Octa. oh yeah Octa was yeah. I drink one. a lot of Octa yeah, too like, a lot I, of Octa I, on that garbage I love cake. this time of beer or I'm sorry this time of year for <laughs> beer um, well me too. slip there oh it's all good <laughs> um, we've had really good success with loggers here. I yeah. wasn't necessarily expecting that. I mean, I'm lucky enough that I have the tank space right now, so I, I make them all the time. And we, it takes us two months to make one, so it's not like it's a fast turnaround on that beer. But Because right. you can buy an they IPA sell. in three weeks. Yeah, right? like, yeah less, maybe two, depending yeah. on yeah how everything <laughs> goes. Um, but yeah, uh, so it's it's definitely worth it, and it's super. Ha- I'm always super pleased when I see people really enjoying the beer here. Like that's why you do it. Oh, for yeah. sure. But I also didn't think sours would be a thing that we became known for, and like so far, that's kind of sours and lagers are the things that we're kind of known for. So. And you guys, I mean, you have a milkshake double IPA on right now. Yeah. Is that, uh, like. <laughs> 
isn't it a little late for that beer is what you're thinking? I, I, well, or? I, I mean, isn't it kind of a dying trend <laughs> like um, in general, I think? Yeah, I would say so, or? given that it's sold very slowly. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> mostly it's been a beer that I just wanted to make. It was the beer that before I opened a brewery, I was always like this. So I always loved Hitchhiker, like I said, and I love their Hole Punch series. So mm. I wanted to kind of, you know, make something along those lines. Yeah. And uh, so I was always thinking if I ever have a brewery, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> and uh, then so, you know, when it got close to the anniversary, I was like, fine, I'm going to make that beer. So I did. And then, uh, you know, folks were surprised by it. I suspect it would probably do better in the city than it does down here, but, you know. I can imagine that, yeah. yeah I think yeah. a lot of people are still hype on those styles, but I feel like the milkshake trend is kind of trailing off. It, um, I think it probably is, yeah, for sure. I think that I like, um, I like what the lactose and the fruit and the hops all bring to the beer, but it's excruciatingly difficult to get a good balance out of all of that. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think that beer does it, but maybe we should try some to see what we really think. I would. I, that was going to be probably my next one. I, I want to try it. I'm just a little afraid of of the eight point six. Or no, <laughs> it's not as uh, milkshakey, I think, as you might be thinking. I do tend to make a lot of my hazies a little uh, less hazy than yeah. a lot of places, just because I can't drink that many of them. If I if there if there's that much oat in the beer, I can't drink that much of it, and I want to have three beers. Yeah, and the last I think the last time I was here. You had the, was it a Nugget Nectar clone that you did? Oh, yeah, that's actually on right now still, uh, Tangled Aggression. I wouldn't call it a clone. I would say it's a, it's an homage, yeah. right? Yeah, Maybe I think that's what Nugget we were talking Nectar. about that day, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, uh, you know, it's a multi-amber beer, but it's hopped like an IPA. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. People tend to like that beer. It sells really well. I mean... If it's been, what, oh, God, when was the last one? I was here, like six, eight months ago. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think it was, it was cold terrible. then, right? Yeah, I, think I think it's it been like six months, yeah. February or I think so. March, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I think that was the night that Pittsburgh Beer Deuce was created. I'm not sure. I that think was. that's right. Or what? maybe it was a month after. Oh, it was, yeah. Because it got real cold that night after yeah. raining all day. That's yeah. right. And I left here at like... 9:30. I was having a panic attack for you. Right, I didn't Sitting have any home. problems getting home, but she doesn't like when I drive. Uh, yeah. I don't like <laughs> so. when anyone drives in the winter, but yeah. I know. I get like. No, I had taken home that night because I we did the, the cam chair. That's right. That's what that was. Yeah. And so I didn't. I wasn't really drinking when I was here. I had a couple of beers, but mm-hmm. it wasn't like we were tying one on. And driving home, she's you know concerned about the <laughs> the state of the roads really more than. I mean, I get it. I love driving <laughs> in the snow, and though. And that like, time of year, my anxiety just runs high all the time. <laughs> so excited. <laughs> Great. I just got a message from Ryan from Field by Hobbs. Oh, yeah? What's uh, he asking? He said, I was totally going to come and crash the recording tonight. Oh, he'd be welcome to. He bailed, apparently. Oh, so. I totally meant to come crash the recording tonight. <laughs> uh, but He comes down here a lot. Uh, they're big fans of Benny Chopsticks, so... <laughs> I think he's the one that turned me on to him when I first got right. here. So. Probably so. But um, now you guys were at the, the cookie table. Yeah. We yeah. haven't talked about this yet. Yeah, so, sure. Uh, let's get into it. Because Sarah just finished her uh, double fisted sours. Yeah, secret yeah. half pour. I see of, that. I like my secret half pour. What's mm-hmm. the, what was the name of that one? Was it just raspberry, um, marshmallow, I think wafer? We, yeah. So I, it's, I think on Untapped, it's, uh, we gave it a. So we have a 
series of sours here, so we call them the Smash series, which is confusing to some craft beer drinkers because a Smash beer is a single hop and a single malt. But it's a long story. But anyhow, the the whole point is, I think it was Smash number 12, so it was Mm -hmm. like the 12th one we'd done. But it's Raspberry Marshmallow Wafer Cookie. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, that beer was really well received at the festival, so I, it I'm was really incredible. pleased with yeah, it. Yeah, we talked about it last week. Um, we did because it was one of my favorites. Um, yeah, it was like it was the one that I came back to a couple of times. Now, I mean, I was probably just for something to put in my glass, but uh-huh. <laughs> more than anything else. Uh, but you guys had that the Saris stout too, right? You guys had the yeah. collab with Saris, who was yeah, right over right. the hill here, right? Yeah, there absolutely. It's not even a couple miles away. It's literally like over the creek and down the river, wow. um, or down the road. Um, well, that's a cool collab to be a part of. I'm sure. It is, yeah. And Bill came in here a couple times. Bill Saris came in, and we like I like led him through some of the iterations of the beer up until that point because I made about five batches before I got to the one that we served at the cookie table. And if I'm remembering correctly, I believe that you were saying it was too thin, which I actually am taking as a compliment because that's exactly what I was trying to do with that beer. Oh, so, all um, right. So, yeah. So See, we're not being assholes when we say this No, no. It's all good. I, I, I mean, sometimes we are being assholes. Don't I'm get me wrong. I'm being an asshole. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know that I'd say that. I mean, like, I thought you guys tempered your critique very well. I thought it was very positive. Um, I, I think, think the, the overall the event was incredible. Oh, it was um, fantastic! Yeah, yeah, just top to bottom, I thought uh, it was just an awesome, great vibe there too. Yeah. It's very much what Fueled by Hops is about. Oh um, yeah, it's such a positive community. It's fantastic. Yeah, but I mean, it sounds like everybody really liked the beers that you brought, not just me and Sarah. <laughs> no, I think so. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, at that sour has been well received here too in the tap room because we had a little bit of it so we we put it on tap and it we actually put it the first time we put it on tap was for the anniversary and it sold out in four hours which was awesome but then i was panicked because that was supposed to go to the cookie table so then i was like busting ass in the back making up another batch so it it was it was really i was what people won't know is that at for that festival I was kegging that beer off at 2 a.m. the night before. So I literally went to that thing at Trace, the party beforehand, and I came back here and racked off that beer and took it to the festival the next day because we sold it at the anniversary. Uh, That is dedication. This is what you get when you buy Sam's beer. That is true. That is true. But it was, uh, you know, again, it's one of those good problems to have. I had no, I mean, I thought it was a good beer. I was thrilled when I tasted it. But I didn't know how fast it would sell for our anniversary, so then it was just gone. And yeah. then I was like, I better get to work. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it went over well at the at the festival, and that was great. Yeah. Um, did you try? Did you get a chance to try some of the beers? I did. I cruised around, and had a, had several of them. Um, <laughs> you know, as best I could, because I was also drink. Mostly, I was drinking hams because I was trying to last all day. Right. Um, yeah, and that's a that's a true festival move, right there. Yeah. Is to try something. You've got try to, to keep something light. Got to pace yourself. <laughs> something like that. Uh, but yeah, there were there were a number of number of great beers there. I was just pleased that our beers were well enough received, like with that caliber of you know of other breweries and yeah. everybody liking it. If we can just hold our own with that group, I'm feeling very comfortable, very happy about it. You so, some heavy hitters. For sure. Say, yeah. It was a little intimidating. I mean, you're, you're a one-year-old brewery going and, like, serving with some of those people. And uh, 
there were some great beers there too. Yeah. So the fact that anybody was considering ours good as well, that I was more than happy. That's awesome. But there was great beer there. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of great beer there. I mean, some some of the newer players, some of the people that you never heard of before that just showed up to this thing. Yeah. We talked at length last week about prototype. Oh yeah. And, like. <laughs> um, yeah, we're gonna have them on the podcast. Actually, they reached out to me today. So. Uh, that's good. Yeah. We're that's fantastic. A, Everybody loved their stuff. But yeah. yeah, they were like the hype of the festival that nobody ever heard of before. The Absolutely. Festival, so. That's true. I think I told everyone I encountered. Yeah, go get it, go get it. Yeah, but same with your, the same with the. Oh the yeah, my raspberry one too. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it was, that was another one that was like, yeah. <laughs> Nobody's going to Mondays. Get there, go. And that's Scott's going this one. Am I doing this? Yeah, go for it. All right. This, um, this is seven from Dancing Gnome, which is a golden ale. Because again, I know you're not big on hazies, right? You're not like a hazy I'm, chaser. I'm not. You know, I have. I have always. Well, I sound like really corny when I say this, so I might as well do it where everybody can uh, hear me. But like, I feel like everybody's like craft beer path like is just like trail where everybody's like hopping on at different points, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, everybody's their palates are always changing. They're always liking different things, and um, you know, we all go through different phases, but. I definitely was in a phase where I loved hazies, um, and I just have kind of gotten more into older style IPAs. I love, I've always loved West Coast IPAs, and I've gotten really into them again. Um, I'm, uh, I've, we've made some here, and it's sold well enough that I think it's okay. I'm ready for West Coast to be back in yeah. on trend. Well, I'm ready. I think it's already started. And then there's some people who are making some great ones. They're killing it. Yeah. You know, Four Points has got a great one. Grist has got a great one. I mean, I could go down a list, but, like, those are great beers. Yeah, there's, and, uh, uh, I mean, there's no shortage of them currently, which is awesome. Like, I, I can't say enough how much I love that style. There's mm-hmm. the, like, I mean, we, if you've listened to any episodes of this podcast in the past probably year, we've we're, talked about missing a pallet wrecker. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, just like these incredible hot bombs that are just going to crush your palate. I know, um, yeah. I mean, like, I, I've always liked uh, The Arrogant Bastard by Stone, you know, and I know that, like, in general, there's so many people who don't like that beer. That was, like, but one of the first ones that I ever... Ones. It like, was. Just a real kick-you-in-the-face, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and you only could get it in Bombers for a long time. Right. You could only get it on tap at certain places, and now it's everywhere, and you can get it in a 12-ounce can. It's true. <laughs> And, and I keep wondering how that's working, because most of the people who come in here would never drink that beer. Right. But I'm still going to make a small batch of it in January, and just for myself and probably 10 people in the tap room who want to drink it. There you go. You Text know. me. I'll be down. Sure. <laughs> All right. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like the... Uh I like the idea that West Coast is coming back. I think that it's a, a style that kind of fell off. and it didn't disappear completely ever but it was no. definitely like but New England took over and then yeah and I mean I love a hazy beer I'll drink I'll drink 17 of those and it, 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 one sitting I'll just one after the other it doesn't matter what, oh, yeah. what hops it is whatever I'm gonna, I'm gonna enjoy it right but I do like 
the clean, the golden ale and like a, a clear beer and that kind of thing. So I bought so much of this beer. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is a great beer. Every time I go, I'm like, oh, you also have seven in cans? I'll take some. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's a good crusher. It's a good, like, uh, it's, you know, ball game beer. You it's know? great with the and shot of soju in it. They did this for the Four Score or Four Chord Music Festival, right? Oh, right, so yeah, yeah. This is their seventh anniversary of the Four Chords Music Festival, and oh. so that was why they brewed the beer. Um, and I'm not going to take all of this. By all means. I'm taking I, all of this. That's, that's Are you fine. sure? Yep. Sarah, I don't want to alienate you. I have so much at home. It's the first good. time we've met in person. I, you know, I <laughs> right. do, I'm, I'm an alienating person, but I, I mean, just want to try to... Okay. <laughs> No, we met, at the fe- we met her at the festival. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That that's, wasn't the first time. I mean, yeah. mentally, yeah. she was... Yeah, physically, we were there. Uh, mentally, we'll you know, leave it's that to no, By the time you got there, there, yeah, I think you'd, you'd visited a few places. Yeah. yeah, yeah. it was definitely towards the latter <laughs> half of the festival that we it made was. it around to Mondays. When I'd already hit Do the we, answer. Uh, the answer. Because I just needed something that wasn't a sour or stout. You didn't run up the steps and start elbowing people out of the way to run straight back to Mondays first? You know, I wish I had. I know, right? After trying the beer, damn. Oh, like, man, that's nice. <laughs> well, we got to Chicago. That's the nice. Every one day where they were like, we're going to go to the ones that are right here at the entrance first. Oh, yeah. And like, yeah, like walk the entrance. Abjuration. And then, and then, oh, yeah, no. like, Just like move to the back first. They had a good beer. I loved that abjuration beer. I had their sour that day. Oh, that, that was the, the purple, sk- purple Skittles? It was the Purple yes. Skittles, yeah. yeah. I'm, and I'm the, sad I didn't have more of that now that we mentioned it. What was it, the other one? The other one was a cookie, something cookie, double double cream. Zach had a good one from Union Brothers, too. Did you get his sour? Do you remember which one it was? Oh, I'm going to have to remember uh, now. This is, yeah, I, I know we weeks. had the Union Brothers beers, but I cannot remember which one. Oh, the, they had the puffed, right? Or not? Um, did they have that there? They might have. He makes great beers. Yeah. I'm really, I'm super We fan. need to get out there. Um, they're out in Harmony. They are, yeah. And I've never had a bad beer there. I mean, yeah. even something unassuming like a brown or, you know, like something that you wouldn't necessarily expect <laughs> to be a standout beer. Yeah. You just sit there and you drink it and you're like, wow, this is really great. That's why he's crushing it this year. Yeah. I mean, well, and they're they're kind of, they were put on the map with their showers at first. Like, mm-hmm. Yep. I'm never going to find it. I cannot remember. <laughs> oh, Sean? Sean we we have the spreadsheet. Don't spreadsheet. We? <laughs> That's the best part. Technology can solve this problem for exactly. us. Um, Our weak memories. Especially with alcohol. Yeah. Whenever there's alcohol involved, we're just out here grasping at straws. So, <laughs> so I got a couple of questions that we always ask. For sure. All right. You have yep. your phone handy? I do have my phone handy. Because we're going to start with the silly one. All right, what's the silly one? Oh, you know what? It was the strawberry banana smoothie sour. And I did I avoid that because I refused to literally go near anything with banana? I had it, and I liked it. Okay. It wasn't a lot did of banana, me I think drink, I might have had you like, take a sip I of probably it. screamed about it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> You're so, opposed to banana of any sort in it? I did. I just, it's yeah, like, I don't like the flavor oh either. But so bad. So I'm also, guessing that you're not a fan of Hefeweizen or certain styles. You'd think that. I would. But, but, yeah. but there's a couple that I do like. Yeah. Not many. No. Because um, the first thing I'll come in is go, oh, this doesn't taste too much like bananas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I kind of have that same reaction myself. That's why I'm connecting on this. Because, like, I mean, 
For that particular style, I mean, it's all about the fermentation temperature and like where you're making the beer, how yeah. much how you're getting off of it, and like I can I love the ones that are well fermented, and you just you know you know there's something there, you can taste flavor, but it's not like this overwhelming kick you in the face. I don't mind getting kicked in the face with hops, but I don't like getting kicked in the face with banana. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a huge fan of a Belgian wit, like a, a very good Belgian wit. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Hits right on the head, you know. Yeah. But if it's a you know a little bit off or it's, it's a little bit you know hazier than it should be or you uh-huh. know, that kind of stuff really throws you off. And those flavors really do come through when it's one is stronger than the other or not as well balanced as it should be. For sure, it's always <laughs> hard too. I think when you expect something out of a beer and then it turns out to be something different. Um, that's why are you pointing at me? <laughs> your East End story. Uh oh. <laughs> Now, apparently Scott at East End is a great guy. I don't yeah, know. yeah. Oh, he's uh, super nice. He's fantastic. <laughs> but uh, they had, uh, apparently, this is way back in like 2012, 2014 or whatever. First of all, in 2012, I didn't live here. Right. Anyway. Um, so she had, had a, she had a beer that was mislabeled on Untapped and mm. like she went off no, of No, it was Caliente. That's it what it was. It was a Caliente. Caliente labeled their beer like a Belgian something. And I was like, well, put Belgian in the name. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drink it. Mine. And it had it, and I was like, this isn't Belgian. It doesn't taste like a Belgian like, at all. I don't know what this is, <laughs> but it's not Belgian. And, you know. Uh-huh. But I don't think I was mean. I think I just said, uh, they were Belgian, but doesn't really taste very Belgian y. More like something, and I got attitude. Uh oh. <laughs> in return. <laughs> So, nothing, nothing personal, but that's... Literally never. Just, yeah, but that's the, the risk you run with these. Like, if you're naming it something... Caliente, and they were sick of hearing it, and I was just like, that last complaint, they were like, you know what, I'm dying. <laughs> some places, I, I mean, some places don't have, or didn't have the knowledge at the time to really speak... Yeah, because this was like right when craft beer was starting to get, like, steam in Pittsburgh. Yeah. A couple years after Grist House and, and Brew Gentleman opened. First, like, craft beer week. Too. Might have been. Yeah. Oh wow, that's a long time ago. I mean, not. Yeah. I'm not saying that. In a, a, I mean, like, I'm clearly older. So, like, <laughs> you know, I'm just gonna not talk about. It. You know what I am gonna say instead? I think this could be better. Like, <laughs> the, um, basically, we've had that issue. Like, whenever you've called a beer or named a beer something, and people expect it to be something, mm-hmm. right? If it doesn't match their expectation, then things are bad, right? Yeah, um, no, I get it, for sure. And so, like, sometimes, so we had a, a beer that did pretty well for us. It was a wheat beer with some orange added into it. But, like, I think people thought that it was just a regular wheat beer, like nothing else. And so I tried to describe it to customers. I'm like, oh, well, it's like a blue moon with the orange in the beer, right? So, like, you can taste the citrus and all that kind of stuff. And there was this one guy who came in, and he's like... I don't know how you can mess up a wheat beer. And I'm kind of like, well, it's not really messed up as much as different from what you expected. <laughs> so, and I wasn't giving him attitude, but I was just kind of like, there's nothing wrong with the beer. It's just not what you expected. And that's why we give free samples all the time so yeah. that you can get what you expect, <laughs> which always leads to those things that kind of crack me up where it's kind of like the untapped rating of someone who comes in and like, you know, uh, oh, my friend told me I would not like this beer, and I don't. 
I don't like hops. Yeah. You know, 1.0. I'm kind of like, well, then don't drink an IPA. Right. You know? Yeah. Or rate like, it based on like how you think that they nailed the style or, you know, like, uh, yeah. I don't know. Un- untapped is a whole other animal. It's, it's rough sometimes. You shouldn't lean on it. I use it mostly just for reference for myself. Yeah, you know, yeah. Just to see what I've had and to go back to if I want to try something. Or mm-hmm. if I'm going back to a place that I haven't been in a couple of years and I had a good beer there, uh-huh. I want to try that beer again just to see what I feel like now. You know, that kind of thing. So I get that. And I, I think that's a good use of it, Yeah, to be quite honest with you. But I'm and not like, going to sit here and, and try to critique. Like, I usually rate everything above a three and a half. Yeah, um, I, t- I mean, like, I think... I don't know that I've ever ranked anything under that. I don't use it much anymore. Sure, sure. Um, only because I can't use it and then not look at my beers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, every brewer I know is like, you can't look at Untapped, man. you got to not look at Untapped, man. As soon as you do, it's like, it just opens up the it does. Pandora's box so and you can't like, stop looking at it. Yeah, so now I'm just kind of like... Yeah, but I will say this, like, the comments are really helpful. Like, when someone puts comments in, I'm always eager to read and understand those if they're intelligent especially right. you know most of the ones that I put in are this was good uh, <laughs> I like this one you know that's about it that's also fine right because you're using it for you yeah. which is right. what it's I there for I mean know? I tag friends who are with me yeah. or, you know that kind of stuff and I mean it's a social media thing mm-hmm. right it's, it's exactly the persona that you're putting into the online space not who you are <laughs> oh right? absolutely yeah um, but those comments are really handy sometimes, sure. especially because everyone's palate is different. And there are people who will pick up a flavor that I might not get at all. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, where did this come from? And then sometimes I'll try the beer and I'm like, oh, I could see that. I wasn't expecting that. And then I'll think about it. Right. You know, so. <laughs> and it might be in the forefront the next time you're drinking a different beer that might be similar or the next one or whatever. Absolutely. Um, and we're not all cicerones, so <laughs> chicharrones, as it were. Uh, Guys, that's what he called it. Dead serious. <laughs> For months before, I was like, do you mean cicerone? We have to correct this. Chicharrones. <laughs> Wait, um, who was calling it this? I was. Oh, no, was you're kidding like me. chicharron or something, and I was like, please, it is cis. But a sommelier <laughs> knows why. A sommelier? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Caught you there, didn't I? <laughs> Smooth. Um, okay, so we're going to do our, our uh, the weekly recap segments here. Okay, yeah, okay. I'm ready. So the first one, you got your phone Yes, here, I got my, right? I have so my phone. This is the emoji question. I'm sure you've heard this one. If oh, yeah, yeah. What are episodes. my, emo- yeah, let me What find are your it. top five and what's your favorite is the okay. other one. So, but yeah, if you want to read them off to us here. Um, All you're right. on an Android device, so I think it's across the top. It is, yeah, so. yeah. So you're right, and very well done, like picking out my Android, not an iOS uh, device. <laughs> well, when your texts um, come up green on my phone, I know. <laughs> Nothing it, personal. I Believe me, I use both. But <laughs> it, Well, you know, in the classroom, we're, I teach on all Macs, and, like, you know, I have a, a whole bunch of uh, iPads that we use when we're teaching mobile app development, but then I use Android. And students are like, why would you use Android? You're teaching us on iOS. I'm like, well, because everything looks different on different platforms so we test it this way yep anyhow this is not about that (laughs) this is about my emojis right so the first one is the laughing face uh, tilted at the side Uh, okay see he's not an old you know (laughs) I'm not an old anymore either completely erased 
my my brother Alex. Uh, oh, I remember. I think I heard that comment. Like if you use the the, the lateral, regular, the like horizontal the ones. Yeah, yeah. Right. Your old millennial. Yes. So the actually after that episode, I deleted that, so I I could never accidentally use it because it would have been there. I'm sure. So. I mean, that definitely was mine. So Alex time. taught me. I mean, I still regret not having met him, but like you know. And then TikTok taught me it was the skull. And then now it's the chair. I don't know I don't what the know chair has to do with anything. Chair yet, uh, but I'll let you yeah, know. Yeah, apparently the chair the emoji is the I new laughing talks. emoji. I just, I'm just not getting it. Yeah, I'm not downloading yeah. TikTok, so yeah. we're just gonna stay I'm also not willingly ignorant. Now, now it knows me better than I know myself, and <laughs> I sit watching creepy shit for you know two hours. <laughs> All right, number two. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, oh, facepalm. It's um, a good one. It's a good one. I tend to do a lot of things in my life that require the face palm. <laughs> um, so I'm surprised it's not higher. The you next, and me both, buddy. You the next one both. is the uh, apparently kind of frightened-looking person. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. Like like mouth open, like this one. Oh, the like the scream. It's not almost. the scream. That's number two, which I actually feel bad about because I feel like the scream is an incredible work of art and it's been rendered down into a an emoji. <laughs> And I don't oh, know how I feel about that. Face. Yes, it is the grimacing yeah, face. Yes, that, that's a good one. It took me a minute to hear. <laughs> it's, it's good when you know the words. Well, the like, thing is, like, so there's a handy, handy trick on iOS where you can have somebody send you the emoji and then say, read my text out loud. And uh, it'll say what the emoji is. And that's how I figured out that that was the grimace emoji. Well, it's kind of embarrassing that a computer professor doesn't know that, but, you know. <laughs> I, but if you, you know. say, you know, hey Siri, read my next text message oh nope stop that stop Siri now wants to listen nope. oh, cancel no. <laughs> cancel cancel don't read any of my text messages thank you <laughs> um, yeah so I have apparently well, she's I very have, attentive right yeah that's very we're good. in a crowded room or a loud room yeah anyway, yeah and she still picked up on that so nice <laughs> alright so I ruined uh, emoji number two Oh, that's okay. It, it's, it was just the scream, and like I said, I have very mixed feelings about it because, like, this incredible work of art has been rendered down into an emoji. Right. But, like, literally, no one wants to hear me go on about that except for people who take uh, CIS 361 next term who will have to listen to me go on about that. <laughs> so um, then the last thing is um, the kind of half-smile face, like... Yeah, like just the, one uh, end curled up. The, yeah, I get it. The um, I yeah it's like the smirk. Yeah, it is the smirk face. Yeah. I use it because of a neurological condition, but like you know, otherwise I'd say yeah, it's a smirk. So I used to have a a spasm that caused half of my face to clench up. Oh. Um, and uh, before I had brain surgery, which of course explains many things about me. <laughs> Uh, but uh, so I mean, at least we can kind of make light of it now. I guess. Absolutely, yeah. Oh no, at the time it was miserable. Oh, I'm sure. But like, uh, so half my face was always crunched up. So like that was how I smiled. So I just started taking on that emoji. Hey, see, uh, this is good the personal stuff has, that I said uh, I wasn't going to talk about. Hey, that's okay. <laughs> good friend of mine has Bell's palsy, so I'm kind of oh yeah, the, it's know, very similar. Yeah, facial thing, only um, different direction. But like, yeah, that it's rough. Yeah, dealing with that stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, almost full functional face, like yeah. almost fully functional now. But yeah, like at the time it was very scary because he was like, it I is. don't know what's going on. Yeah, and you, you know? go in and everyone thinks you're having a stroke. So right. like, yeah, I bet he had a lot of like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I mean, stuff uh, to deal with. He wasn't maybe living the most healthy lifestyle at the time and uh -huh. you know, that kind of thing. But uh, we don't need to go down that. Route. <laughs> we won't go there. <laughs> 
Uh, but I appreciate you exposing your emojis to us. Now, what, yes, do you sir. have a favorite that you use all the time or that you use what's like social media or any of that kind of stuff? Um, it's probably the smirk, okay. for sure, because it's just for some reason I seem to have like have connected with that one, I think, I over mean, time. I mean, it sounds like you have a story to go with it, so it makes sense. Well, right? I tend to be a little sarcastic, too, so, like, often people <laughs> don't really know if I'm making fun of them or not. So I like to throw that one out there and make it a little ambiguous. Exactly. Nobody you know? knows whether you're smiling or just being an asshole. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> That's exactly the goal. Um, yeah, this is, uh, I mean, it's, I, I use that one a lot, too, actually. I don't know what my top five right now are because I haven't really been paying attention, but... Can you send to Alex the smirk, just so that he'll know we're thinking about him? Or, I can, absolutely, you know? yeah. Uh, Nothing else, no no words, no, just the smirk. Uh, yeah, actually, he was texting me about uh, beer to find in the South Hills. Um, well, now, I don't think he was coming this far south, to be honest. I think he was more closer <laughs> what, to the city. For him, but, what is South Hills? Like, he's um, probably uh, talking literally across maybe Dormont. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Um, I think he was thinking more Lebo, like Hitchhiker. Oh, right? okay. So, there you go. Um, but he was looking for cans because we're doing a um, holiday share with my brother who's coming in from out of town. Oh, fun. Yeah. And so that is, uh, that. we'll have a recap for that after the Thanksgiving <laughs> holiday because I have at least one more podcast to record between now and then. You've been um, busy. I mean, it's all picking up now. This is mm-hmm. great. Like, I, I feel like well, we're, people can we're do things somewhere. more so. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm going to send Alex the smirk real quick here, and then I'll read you down my uh, I'll read you down my top five real quick here. So my uh, number five is the clinking beer glasses. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, number four is the strong arm. Uh, right. Uh, yeah. So I'm always like, yeah, I did it. You know. I've gotten that, but I haven't given that emoji very often. <laughs> it also it always reminds me of the Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode uh-huh. where they, they make the, the bicep, but it looks yeah. like a penis. <laughs> uh, so after that one, uh, it is the eye roll emoji, just straight up. Yeah, that happens a lot. The black heart, which is just the one that she and I use. <laughs> um, and then the sideways much. laughing, uh-huh. the tilted laughing emoji is oh, right. my yeah, number yeah. one because I use that one literally all the time. And you're also not old. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not old. Uh, the favorite emoji, though, is right now it's the one with the crazy eyes. Like oh, the, yeah. Got know, it. Just because it's new mm-hmm. and I feel like it applies to a lot of different conversations. <laughs> Sarah, we don't need to get into yours unless you want to. But. I mean, I assume mine are the same as yours. I would just like That's to know what the true. number one is, unless it's the black heart one, and then, you know. Then it's just kind of boring. Yeah, then it would be like, what's um, the number two one? No, her number one and two are the same as mine. Yeah. <laughs> the black heart and, and the sideways laughing. The, like... Party horn? The party horn, thank you. That's the um, only way I can describe lot, it. My friends have all had good news in their lives lately so uh, I've been using that one a lot I'm surprised the skull's so far down honestly well the skull's only number six yeah uh, <laughs> he's my fave but yeah no we love Mike actually he's a good friend of the pod um, <laughs> love sure. to see him behind the bar here too that's a that's a great like melding of Pittsburgh it's super here. fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, the community is just fantastic. It's it, it's fantastic in multiple ways. It it's, really is. It's, like, I, yeah. I mean, there's there's the podcast stuff, there's the Instagram stuff, there's the brewing stuff. Like, literally, yeah. the only way we made it through the anniversary and, honestly, through the first year 
I mean, opening in a pandemic, that was nuts. No yeah, doubt. yeah, not you, the best. You couldn't uh, not do it, business. but, you know, yeah, right. Well, it wasn't part of the plan. Right, obviously. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, you know, so many people helped out. I mean, everything you've ever heard about how collaborative the brewing industry is, it's totally true. Yeah, it's not and I think we, we harp on that all the time. Like, it's yeah. one of those things where it never seems like, I mean, it always, obviously there is some competition involved, right? Thank you, sir. But it's one of those things that never feels like, you're competing with the the person across the street, yes. you know. Yeah, I mean, it's, like it's definitely not a keeping up with the Joneses. It's more of like, what can the Joneses do with us, type of thing, you know. Absolutely. So. I mean, like even down here, like if you think about us and Rusty Gold and White Horse, we're all within I think eight miles of each other. Yeah. Uh, White ten. Horse is. Um, it's down on Racetrack Road. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, tell him to wait. I've got to switch out a keg. I mean, this. This is, you know, <laughs> this is hilarious. First, like, the pod should realize that this is a customer. <laughs> but unfortunately, a regular customer, so I'm allowed to say that. Unfortunately, he says. Okay, so the truth comes He's out. working hard to become the number one customer of 2122. Oh, I, I think... Cause we're, <laughs> I like this phone game. Uh, this is going to be a shout-out to our friends at 11th Hour who were kind enough to help us in our beer shortage by providing a half of the Italian pills. Oh, I actually happen to know that Sarah likes Pilsner. Now, I know she has to get up at 6 a.m. and I'm not trying to do anything, but like if we pause this temporarily, I'll go hook up the keg real quick. Probably a two-minute delay. That's fine. No, you're good. Doing okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting up at 4 a.m. for the max of a lunar eclipse, so. Yeah. Getting up. Oh, that's right. That is this morning, isn't it? This morning. So, yeah, like you were saying, I mean, the. So, we're drinking the Tangled Aggression now. Yeah. And this is kind of your homage to Nugget Nectar. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So. Sarah approves. So, I mean, oh, that's good. Good <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I really love it. I, um, you know, I. I have a hard time sometimes drinking my own beers because I'll pick out any little thing that's wrong. I mean, like, you know, and then every once in a while I'll have one that I can drink a lot of, especially the lagers. Um, but this beer I'm really happy with. I, I think that the hop profile, it, it blends together really well. So it's basically Nugget, Simcoe, and uh, Mosaic. So Mosaic's a child of Nugget and Simcoe. So it, they just fit together really nicely. Yeah. And um, I like a nice, uh, it's an amber ale, so it's very malt forward, but there's a hop kick to it. So there's a lot of people who'll come in and they're like, I can't drink IPAs. <laughs> and they'll drink that beer. Yeah. And then there are other people and they're like, uh, I want something hoppy. And I'll give them that beer because it's the IBUs on it are high. It's a tasty beer, so I like it. Yeah. And it, it's something that you can't find a lot of times right. when you're out, right? Yeah, So, and that's one that I always look for, too, is, like, I mean, I'm a huge Nugget Nectar fan. Yeah, right? me like too. I, I, will, yeah. I love that beer. I'll drink a case of that in a weekend when it comes out. Like, yeah. it's, it's a problem. But I know, goes, agreed. <laughs> I share that problem. Yeah. Um, but I always, I, I love the, the um, aura around it, just, like, their celebration of mm-hmm. that, like, 
winter warmer kind of style that's not really a winter warmer because it doesn't have like the spices or anything, but it's mm-hmm. definitely that heavier than a uh, New England IPA. Definitely. In the dead of winter. And it's, yeah, like, and it's like that time of year. Like when it right. comes out, it's like an annual celebration of that. Speaking of which, Celebration is another great beer. Oh, wet hot beers are great. Yeah. I can't. This year is really good. I don't. I've already had it. I've not. It's I, I really good this year. <laughs> um, I actually will give you a can uh, for the road. I, I mean, appreciate that. Not, not literally the for road. the yeah, road. Gotcha. Yeah. But no. to take with you as you go. We are a big proponent of arriving alive. No road Safe here. driving. No Absolutely. drunk driving. Uh, yes. That's not. I'm not driving tonight. Sarah is. Uh, <laughs> So. <laughs> um, that facial expression. I think you're getting an emoji. Right. Yes. I am, definitely. <laughs> that was the smirk emoji because she knows that I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> so as we uh, kind of wrap up here, um, we always ask our guests for their top three beer styles right now. It doesn't have to be a specific beer. doesn't have to yeah. be uh, something that you always go to. Mm-hmm. But in the current state, time of year, uh, what you're thinking, anything. For sure. Uh, I would go uh, ascending order, so start at number three. Okay, two, three, two, one. one. Right. Yep. Um, what are your top three beer styles at the moment? Okay, do I have to put it in order, like three, two, one, or can I just say what the three are? Because well, if you have three that's hard. and you don't really want to put them in yeah. order, totally fine. Okay, you're, cool. you're making up the rules here. I don't appreciate breaking the rules, but I'm sorry. we'll bend them a little bit for well, you here. I appreciate that. <laughs> the rules are made up in the place to it's true. Okay. That's, very true. That's true. That's true. Okay, good. Then that's good. So yeah, if I mean, I probably could come up with an order, but I'm lazy at this point of the day. Like, you know. That's okay. We're winding down. Right. Right. Okay, I'll try. I'll try because no, don't, I appreciate. No, don't, don't worry about it. No, no, no just okay. You I'm do not. Re- I wasn't really going to try. I was just saying that, yeah. and I was just going to do it. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, okay, Sam. So. <laughs> It's my I, uh, show, damn it. It is your show. I'm going to follow the rules. All right. In ascending order, number three is, right now, um, West Coast IPA. Mm. Um, I love it. It's a strong start. I love it all the time. Um, I drink it all the time. And I'm trying to kind of uh, tweak and hone in my own recipe for something that would be, you know, good. Right? I mean, like... In that, like, I can make an old-style West Coast IPA, Mm -hmm. but I think that you've seen a lot of the newer ones go lighter on the malt bill, which I think is great. Um, But then it's a little more of a challenge to balance the hops, because if you're kicking someone in the face with hops, or not really, you know, you're not doing that today. Not anymore. But you still want some really present bitterness. So I like a hop called Apollo. It's it's got well good vibes from Voodoo, right? Perfect. Yeah, Uh, bitters with that hop. So so many people know that beer. It is, yeah. So that's really the beer that kind of taught me about Apollo as a bittering hop, and I love it. If I want some more kind of um, stark bitterness, I'll go with something like Warrior. But like Apollo's a nice smooth bittering hop. So I'm but now you're not talking go about like, beer, and I'm sorry. So, no, you're like anyhow, I like. But you're not going to just right? dump a bunch of Centennial in there. No, and no. and hope for the best, right? <laughs> no, like, <laughs> no. Plus, we're we're such a small brewery and so new. Like, we don't have like hop contracts. We just have the crappy hops that are left over after everyone else is done and has the good stuff. Well, I shouldn't say this. I mean, it's, hopefully, customers will now realize that the beer still tastes good. But like, it's sometimes you'll open up a bag of something and you're like, oh. That's not going into the whirlpool, you know, or, oh, I'm not dry hopping with that. 
Um, but I it mean, works for other things, so it's all good. Yeah, I guess. Uh, but my, I've had troubles with Centennial, so. But I use it in a lot of beers, so it's fine. Right. Um, uh, one of my favorite, like, West Coast, uh, and this is just a throwback to, like, yeah. back when I was first getting into craft beer. Yeah, yeah. And then living in Columbus at the time, Columbus Brewing does Bodie. Uh huh. And just an incredible double West Coast. Um, mm hmm. They're, they, they've made it every year since, and every year it's been very consistent, mm -hmm. that same beer. So that's one that always sticks out in my mind. When you say West Coast, that's the one that I think of. Oh, like, I get it. Right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, obviously there's some that have come and gone, and there's some other like bigger players and stuff like that. I just love that there's so many options now, because I think three years ago you would have found very few people making it, or making it as a one-off. And now we've got a number of, like, again, you know, great Pittsburgh breweries. Yeah. Pittsburgh is so underrated as a brewery town. Like I, think there's, I think it's coming up. I think so, too. Yeah. But, like, it's incredible, the beer we have here. Oh, for sure. And folks are putting out West Coast regularly, so it's really great. <laughs> um, okay, so West Coast. The next one I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Pale Ale. Uh, I like Pale Ales because they're lower ABV. Mm -hmm. I think they bring a lot of flavor. I think the question is, what pale ale are we talking about? So, there's this, I mean, like, there's the classic pale ale of, like, Sierra Nevada or something like that. Sure, sure. I think everybody knows Sierra Nevada. If you don't, why? Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. But there's also the hazy pale ale, and we're fortunate enough to live in the land of Lustra, right? right. So, like, I could drink that beer, like, nonstop. Yep. That beer Even Lustra seems like a little bit higher ABV than, than what you'd really like an, a pale. To I think be. it just has so much flavor. I mean, it's I think it's five seven. Right. I mean, it's not. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's I, not I, for some high. reason. I was thinking it was like six six. You know, which I had gravel grinder yesterday. Oh, there you go. Six six. six, six. Yeah, yeah, that's the okay. That, that that's would what be I was it. thinking of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Lustra's definitely in that like perfect vibe, and I mean that's a beer that. If there's one row in my fridge dedicated to one beer, that's uh -huh. it, probably. Right oh, now. really? Like, it's just that good. Like, it's just constant and consistent and always available. Oh, yeah. Um, Fourth Street from Four Points oh, yeah. is another one. Oh, yeah, that's great beer. Yeah. Um, that one's, uh, I think that's an IPA, though. I don't think, I think it is. Pale. Yeah, I think it's um, a six point, or a six percent. Yeah. Um, but, like, without a doubt, Lustre was a beer that I drank probably the most while I was planning the brewery, like, writing the business plan and, like, applying for loans and all that kind of crap that you have yeah. to do, writing out the license and everything, which was always embarrassing because I would look at this email that I'd crafted at 2 a.m. the next day, and I was like, oh, thank God I didn't hit send oh, on no, that. no, right? no, no, no. <laughs> There's a point where even at 5.7%, if you've had enough of them, you right. should not hit send. No. Right. So, <laughs> so, that is texting your ex at 3 a.m. bad. It, yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> it's almost along those lines. Right. It doesn't bode well for the professional demeanor that you're right. trying to provide. Um, and then the last thing I'd say, so top number one pick for me right now is um, a logger of any kind. Um, That's a broad, yeah. broad it's choice, a, but I like it. I like the. I like where your head's at there. It is, and and that really comes from opening this place up for the first year. So we've done a Vienna Lager, a Hellas Lager, a Pilsner, um, our Mersen. Like 
all of those beers were just really good. And as an act of, you know, while I was making those beers, I was, of course, drinking everyone else's beer that was like that yeah, yeah. in the area and, like, comparing them. And those beers are just amazing. Incredibly flavorful. Like, so much flavor for a 5% beer. It's the way to go. Like, and it's not uh, October I mean, not season to nail either. It's like, true. That's the thing. Like, you have to kind of finesse it a little. Like you cannot hide. There's nothing to hide behind in a beer like that, yeah, right? Exactly. It's that's... all about the fermentation, and if the fermentation has been good, you will have a good beer. Right. And uh, that's a long process. Um, Especially when you're talking about a beer that takes up two months in a absolutely. tank. Absolutely. And then you get to the day where you're like, mm, mm-hmm. it's time, and it's not what you want. Then you're really up the creek. Yeah, for sure, especially if something went bad. Sometimes more time is the thing, too. Like, true, I mean, true, yeah. There's this, there have been times where we've had it, it's ready, it's good in the tank, and, and people will get... Some of my colleagues here at the brewery will be frustrated because I'm like a gatekeeper on the beer. I'm kind of like, it is not ready. And they're like, why isn't it ready? And I'm kind of like some mystical, like, dude with my, like... Legs crossed, some guy like up at the there top is of the no mountain. Like, only Sam, right? I know exactly. I'm kind of like it is not ready yet. Come back tomorrow. <laughs> but like, I'm not kidding you. There's a point where that beer hits the right spot, and that's it goes on the tap that day. That's awesome. And we'll like serve it, and that's probably the most fun part about having a brewery tap room set up like this. Mm-hmm. Like literally I know every beer so intimately and like when it's ready, there we go. Yeah. And I'll I'll hold a beer, I'll do whatever I have to to make that beer work, but it's fun. So those are the styles. See you later, Andy. I feel like I'm taking you away from everybody tonight. Like <laughs> uh, I'm just glad that like people in the tap room like yeah. come in and say hi and like know me. It's very good. cool. Yeah. It's it, you guys really have built the brand around the the face of Mondays, I think, right? Like Yeah, I mean like to a certain degree it's about the community, right? But one of the things that's fun is that um, the brewer also like, you know, comes out and like talks to you. Right. You know? Yeah, sometimes so. they can be a little bit um, in their own world. For right? sure. I think yeah. a lot of brewers are that way. I mean, they, they get into their craft, they do their thing, you know, and they get out of the building. Oh, yeah. Um, but to be the face of the place and the head brewer, I mean, that's that, that's got to take some some balance, some... some uh, it's a challenge sometimes, yeah. yeah? <laughs> I mean, like, it's it's a good thing. It's also a bad thing. It's a good thing with, like, the regulars who understand what you're doing. It's a bad thing sometimes when it's, like, the person who pops in for the first time and they're like, hey, I know craft beer. I've got untapped. Like, right. why don't you have six hazies or something like that? I'm kind of, I so checked your menu online and it's not updated. What's this? Yeah. But, oh, but our... Uh, we are updated totally online. Excellent it's, to hear. Honestly, I hate looking at a menu oh, online and, and it's, it's six there. months old. Oh, man, that annoys yeah. me. Like, Drives I'm going there. Every well, you, time I mean, I'm driving the, there, I want that to kind of background here. in this. That's true, know, yeah, yeah. It's kind of digital world, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, digital Indiana Jones here. Uh, <laughs> but I think we've come full circle at this yeah, point. Yeah, for sure, right? <laughs> yeah, we've probably beaten that. Um, no, you're good. Uh, so... Sam, uh, thank you so much for uh, letting us enjoy the place tonight. Oh, um, thanks for coming out and enjoying yeah. it. Appreciate uh, we, it. We uh, won't be the last time. I know that. Um, we'll definitely have you on again. Uh, I appreciate you coming out. I'm sure you crossed a bridge. 
maybe even came through a tunnel? No, just 79 the whole way. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, we did cross a bridge, but that oh, was yeah, 65 yeah. to, you know. That's fair. So, or Neville Island. Neville Island. Not too bad. Like, oh, yeah, you got to, yeah, so, what are you going to do? Right. Yeah. You're going to have to get there soon. <laughs> That's so. right. But, yeah, we uh, really appreciate your hospitality this evening. My pleasure. Um, I, so, coming up here on Monday, we're going to have the uh, Thick Boys Glassware um, holiday special with uh, Logan from Thick Boys Glass is going to be coming on. So, tune in for that next week. We'll have this one up as soon as possible. I'm hoping by Sunday night. Um, we're going to plug Mondays some more here. Uh, again, if you're a member of Fueled by Hops on Facebook, use our code, the weekly recap, in the shop for 20% off your entire order. Um, I think that's all the plugs that I have. Do you have anything you want to plug, Sam? What's your Instagram, your Facebook, your... Oh, uh, well, we're... All that. The, okay, because, like, when you first asked that question, I was like, is this a serious question? Because I feel like I've been plugging my place, like, all night long. <laughs> no, um, I just mean where we can, where we can find you online. What's, uh, what do you guys... A, we are at Monday's Brewing on every platform. Excellent. So excellent. Um, that's pretty much easy. And if you want to check out the website with a current tap list, <laughs> it's uh, mondays.beer. That easy. Can't make it that you can't make it any easier than that. That's so. right. But uh, all right, Sam. Well, we're gonna raise a glass here. Uh, I don't have anything left in mind, so I'm gonna see if there's any more. Oh, there? a little bit of this. Oh, okay. fantastic. Perfect. All right. So, a little bit of the saison cara left. Uh, we're gonna raise a glass here. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks.